Welcome back to another episode of the Crudo Podcast. I'm not even crudo, bien pendejos ahorita. Entonces, entonces vamos a empezar. Como siempre, aquí a mi lado tengo al gordo. Manda saludos, güey. He's back. Oh, yeah, el gordo is back after one week. No show. It was a oh, vacation. Yeah, no, show vacation. no show at work, bro. We should fire. Pay time off. Shit. Pay time off. Oh, not, not, not Jose's on. Yeah, not, not Jose's on time off, bro. What the fuck? He's always on. Fucking vacation. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. I'm, I'm next finish. week, by the way. Sorry. Hoy. And then, allí, el primo de este, güey. Ahí está el, este, el Tortas. Kevin, Tortas. ¿Y ese güey qué? El borracho. ¿A qué huele? Uh, huele a pedo, güey. Apesta, dice. Huele feo. Es que no se ha bañado, güey. Es que no se ha bañado, güey. ¿O sí? Ah, cabrón. Llegamos a la casa a las 3 y media, 4, güey. Bro, le llevé casi a las 4 a la casa, güey. No mames. Bro, I got home. Hay que lavarse la cola uno, güey. No Pero como a las... ¿Qué? ¿Las 6 de la mañana para qué, güey? Si no es patrullero. Well, that is yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday? No, today in the morning. I woke oh. up at 8. 8.30. También, güey. You did? You a went to church? You actually went to church, bro? What time did you get home? Because you went to the casino. I seen that. Nomás a... Donate money. So you lost? Yeah. You nothing? Damn. I would have been shit. Bro, está bien I hate primo. that, bro. I hate when I lose money the night before and I wake up and be like, damn, I didn't even remember that. Do you remember it? Me? Yeah. Uh, by the way. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, I don't even know. It's because, I mean, it's down there by Yobi. So, so I was like, you know what? It was calling my name. Uh, <laughs> no, mom. It was ringing me in, bro. Me bro, in. I saw his story that he was at, that he was literally on his way to the casino. I was like, no, mom. No, yeah. Me and Kevin were like, bro, I'm tired. Bro, Jose was sleeping the whole way back home, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, he didn't realize bro. that you got, uh, that we got here, bro. He was bro, like, yeah, that's like where, we at? where we at? Where we at? I was like, bro, we're already here. And he was Get like, bro, car. my car is not here. Bro, I'm really, literally next to his car, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm like, bro, your car is literally right here. Bro, and then yeah. before we left, he was like, "Who?" I was like, "Who's you driving or what?" He's like, "Yeah, bro, I drive." Like, bro, nah, he I'm said he was gonna up. drive. I was like, "No, you're not gonna drive, bro." I was yeah, like, bro, I don't want to deal with that on the way. At the end of the night, he let he let him drive though. He let Kevin drive. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, fuck it, bro, just take me home." So, cause I woke good. up and then I saw that his car was still here. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, well, I was like, what, "Yeah." What time did we get here? Like three thirty, no? Three thirty, yeah. That's the time because we left on Yobi's like at three twenty, three twenty-five. This was the end. That's when y'all left. Yeah, yeah I didn't hear, bro. It wasn't even. Mm. We weren't even doing nothing. Everybody was just fucked up already. Bro, I was falling asleep over there. No, that's yeah. when you stood up. You were like, bro, I'm falling asleep. I'm about to go home. Cause yeah. then Eddie left, and then Ale left too. Then we were just like, fuck it, let's just go. And then Luis was like, let me just uh, chug this last beer. Yeah. But anyways, today's topic is gonna be uh, peso pluma or JOP. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we had a whole fucking argument. Bro, we were arguing oh last night. God, we were heated. Bro. It's like we were, no, no, no. That no. was me and Jose versus just you. <laughs> and Eddie, you even too. Eddie, even Eddie said JLP is better. Yeah, I'm not having that fun. argument though today. Nah, if you want to, it'll be another. When y'all started with that, bro, that's when I was like, "Get my chances." It's not solo, it's not solo. No, no, I don't need backup. I don't need backup. Why don't? So, what do you want to do? Double pay? Why? Double pay? 
the stats. The Shut stats the right there. JLP, JLP, you the best. God, dude. In my heart. Isn't wow. he from Michoacan? Yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That is. His mom. This is his mom. It's one of them. I know he says Michoacan a lot. Yeah. All right, let's start though. Today's um. Today's topic is gonna be a little serious topic. Uh. <laughs> It is. Uh, you know, the previous topics were just us talking shit about our lives and shit. But today's gonna be a little serious topic. It's uh the mex. It's about the Mexican drug war, and uh, I just want you to to do your own research because you know all of us are just a bunch of like, alcoholics. Estamos todos crudos ahorita. So <laughs> whatever, we whatever. Disclaimer. <laughs> Remember the disclaimer. We're a bunch of alcoholics. Don't take anything we say serious. So, yeah. So whatever we say, just do your own research because. Some of this shit, I don't know where Kevin got his information or Luis got his information from, but I know I got mine from Primer Impacto and shit like that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Primer Impacto. So, Desperta America. Desperta America. So today is going to be about the Mexican drug war. We're going to split it up in three segments. I got the first one, which is understanding the Mexican drug war. Kevin got the second one, which is getaway. Si se acuerda. Consequences and impact, yeah, and sure. then Junior and Jose, but Jose's not here, has the factors fueling the drug war. So let's get started. So, fuck, gotta read. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're reading it like it's a whole fucking it's story, story, way. Just talk about it. Alright, the, the Mexican drug war refers to the ongoing conflict between the Mexican cartel and various law enforcement agencies in Mexico. It is bar- it's it is primarily fueled by the production, trafficking, and consumption of illegal drugs, particularly cocaine, heroin, and marijuana. The drug war has been characterized by violence, corruption, and organized act- uh, crime activities. The rise of the, the Mexican drug cartels can be traced back to the 20th century, particularly the 1980s and 1990s. That's really when they uh, got connections with Colombians and thing like th- things like that, especially Pablo Escobar and... Uh, the Kali cartel was it the Kali cartel? Nah. Yeah, but the modern era of the cartels began with the separation of the Guadalajara cartel in the late 1980s, following the arrest of its leader Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo. Just to uh, those who don't know him, they they were in. Uh, if you see Narcos, you know about him a little bit. But he was involved in the drug trade around the 1970s, working as a bodyguard for. Uh, the Sinaloa cartel, which was, was one. He was a cop too. Oh yeah, he was a cop too, right? Damn, yeah. I didn't even know that. And but he was. I mean, but some of that shit's fake though, like in the Narcos movies and shit. But yeah. they it's add like, a little bit more. Yeah, it's like made up and shit. Yeah, they add a little bit. But more. I don't know. But uh, I saw something that he was actually a cop before yeah. he got into. It. You still do learn a lot from Narcos, though, but it's still. Don't take every detail yeah. into account, but yeah. the main story, yeah. I mean, but he quickly climbed the ranks and formed alliances with other drug traffickers, including Rafael Caro Quintero, uh, Ernesto Francesca Carrillo, um, Felix Gallardo's leadership skills, organizational abilities, and strategic vision played a crucial role in the cartel's success. He built alliances with corrupt officials, including politicians, law enforcement, and military personnel, which provided protection and facilitated the smooth operation of his trafficking activities so once he got he once he got arrested which was around 1989 that's when the Guadalajara cartel separated and the reason he uh 
He got arrested was because of the kidnapping. <laughs> the reason he got arrested was because of the kidnapping, torture, and murder of the of Enrique Kiki Camarena, El Kiki, which he was a DEA agent. So, yep. After the, uh, he said what? <laughs> but after um, after he got arrested, as I mentioned, the Sinaloa cartel, the Tijuana cartel, and the Juarez cartel started to merge. Uh, and they were just fighting for trafficking routes, territories, and as you see in the news today, that's where all the violence is going on. And that's when the Mexican government started to get involved around the mid-2000s, which was around, I think, 2006, when they sent the Mexican army just to fight the cartels and things like that. But the but now I just want to talk to to the key players, the current key players in this drug war, which is the Sinaloa cartel. And it's formerly led by Joaquin El Chapo Guzman, who was who's now here in the United States, which he was extradited in 2017. Even even though he's he's been extradited, the cartel, the Sinaloa cartel, still remains powerful. It has maintained a significant presence and continues to be involved in drug trafficking, money laundering, and other criminal activities. But there is another person I would like to mention, which. I think he's more important than El Chapo, which he was the co-founder of the Sinaloa cartel, which is Ismael and Mayo Zambada. But before I get a little little detail about Mayo, I, I still want I want to mention a theory that I got from El Caredon, who was a former Tijuana police officer, and he's been in major podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience and uh, the Lex Fried- the Lex Friedman no podcast. Way. So, I mean, he talks about the, what's going on in Mexico and things that like tonight. that. But his theory, anyways, it's about that he thinks that Chapo was just a pawn in this drug war. He believes that there's someone bigger that is running things behind the scenes. Um, Ed believes that the real reason that Chapo got arrested was because he was trying to say too much in his documentary that he wanted to create. After those powerful people found out what Chapo was trying to say, they arrested him immediately. But coming back to El Mayo, the man is, seven, is in his 70s. And he's never been arrested. He has bes- he has been described as a operational and logistical mastermind behind the Sinaloa cartel. He has been responsible for overseeing drug trafficking operations, coordinating the transportation of drugs across borders, managing the relationships with other criminal organizations, and resolving internal conflicts within the cartel. And there is a theory out there that Imayo might have learned everything from the CIA. I don't know how uh, official that is, but I got it from this journalist who uh, he's involved with the with uh, talking about narcotics and things like that. And he said that he learned everything from uh, a CIA operative who 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 that CIA operative had a relationship with his sister. But again, I don't know how legit that story is. But if this information is true, I wouldn't be surprised because this was not the only time the CIA was involved with the cartels, for example. A former DEE agent, Hector Berlens, mentioned that a CIA operative was present when Kiki Camarena was being tortured. That's the, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that CIA agent was Felix Ismael Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, that was my deal. <laughs> 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 but anyways, if Felix had a good relationship with, just a little detail of who Felix was. Felix had a good relationship with George W. Bush, and he was known for handling other well-known cases 
like the Ernesto Guevara case, for example. With the CIA operative? Yeah, Felix. Because uh, uh, but the reason Felix was there was because he was supposed to waterboard Kiki. You know what waterboarding is? Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to waterboard Kiki, but things went upside down, and they decided to kill him. The main reason that the cartel captured Kiki was not because they wanted to kill him, but because the CIA wanted to interrogate him and find out what he knew. Now, if you think about it, the way the cartel does it, they um, they, they want to kill you. They're going to kill you, like, in the spot. They don't care if you're in a public uh, mm. area or things like that. But, I mean, though, I see since uh, he was investigating him and everything, they probably wanted to know, see what he said and what he knew and stuff. I feel like they killed no, him. It was mostly the CIA because if the cartels wanted him dead, they just they just shoot him. Because if you look at uh, the pictures and shit, they uh, was it, blindfolded him so they, they won't see oh yeah and everything like that and and i guess i mean he knew too much for example kiki found out that cocaine was being brought in and out of one of rafa quintero's ranches and that the cia were training nicaraguans for a war they were funding in that same ranch was which was located in veracruz so and i mean there are also people that believe that the cia was the ones that started the 1980s cocaine epidemic in l.a so they could fund a war in in Nicaragua, for example, the show Snowfall. Yeah, so yeah. I recommend that show. I just saw your what? What is it on? Uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. That shit fire. Yeah, I got Hulu. It talks about it talks about these events, even though it's fiction. It's based on on these these events. Gary Webb talked about it. If you don't know who Gary Webb is, he was I think he worked for a news organization, and he's the one that released everything that CIA was was talking about. And they say that he he committed in the report the way he died was suicide, but there's theories out there that that believe that he got murdered. And also Rick Freeway Ross, the the man that sold cocaine to the black communities of South Central LA, came out and said it was true. And former DEA agent mentioned how he was not allowed to stop a plane that was carrying tons of cocaine because a CIA agent was in charge of it. I wish I was a CIA agent. No, that shit's crazy. I mean, there's other shits that they've been doing. Like, if you like look at it, it's called MK Ultra. They uh, brainwash people. If you know who Charles Manson is, yeah, yeah. they believe that they were that they were experimenting with him with LSD and all that shit. That's crazy. Didn't they? Um, one of there's the drug shit, and then have you ever? Well, I mean, like all the new shit too. Supposedly, like nowadays, they be trying to have like. Oh, what's the one that I saw recently? Um, oh, something about like the CIA got people. F- they have like operatives, or they brought people in from like every like major city or major uh, like basically like every country, and they trained them to be able to um, to disrupt the city. So like basically, um, fuck, what show did I watch? Because that's what they did in Nicaragua. Because it was during the 1980s when the uh, because it was during the Cold War. They had the war with the Soviet Union. But the reason they were in Nicaragua is because there was a dictator that didn't like how they do, how they, he did things and things like that. So he wa- the U.S. wanted to, I mean, especially the CIA, they wanted to uh, put a different leader so they could put their own policies and laws and shit like that. But even though they were funding that war and shit, I think it failed. And the, yeah, it, did. it did fail. And look what happened. Even though they failed, 
I think that's the, all that shit in LA, what happened with cocaine and everything. I think that's when Craig even started doing that shit. When they well, started being introduced. Craig started like way before that. The 19th, I mean, yeah, but, but it got popular because all that cocaine they were Did you ever watch Snowfall? I started watching it, yeah. Because, I mean, that's what they did. So they were giving uh, cocaine, whatever, the kilos, right? Yeah. And then they were like, uh, uh, one way to like, come on, see, sir? To make well, it cheaper. See, to make it cheaper and then for the margins too. Because, I mean, you only have kilos, so there's only like a certain amount of people that could actually buy it like that. So, that, I mean, you spread it out and shit and the put in his bolsitas, make it like into whatever. Yeah. But then the, the what's it called? When that show, the main character, he like, he fucking like meets someone by accident and shit too. Somebody who turned the cut, the polvo into crack into like a little rock. Yeah. And I was one like that's uh that show's crazy about how like that shit started. Do you know the main character, Franklin? Yeah, Franklin. He's the. I mean, if you look Franklin at from GTA, <laughs> it's on my mind. <laughs> but if you look at Franklin, there, there, there's, they're saying that it's his story is closely related to the guy I just mentioned. Yes. Rick Freeway Ross. Mm-hmm. I mean, he Rick Freeway Ross. He got his cocaine f- from the CIA, but he didn't know it was from the CIA until he got arrested. He got it from the Nicaraguans and things like that, or just from connections and things like and things mm-hmm. like that. But he started when he was 19. He said he started selling to the Bloods and Crips and all them, all the gang man- members over there. I mean, it was not even. It's not only him. I mean, there's probably other people too that were selling it. But I mean, that show Franklin. I think it's mostly based on. Uh, what is it on? What's that show? Uh, it's Snowfall. It's on Hulu. Oh, you guys did say Yeah, mm-hmm. there's six seasons. I think it already ended, right? Six? No, yeah. I don't know. I stopped watching it. I gotta, re- I gotta get back to it. No, nah, but I am, I'm on season one. But right now, I mean the. But going back to the Mexican drug war, um, right now what the the government's doing is really just like I mentioned before, sending their own army to fight the cartels. But that's difficult because with all the corruption, you don't know who's who's, who's who. Yeah, who's who? Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Who's on whose side? And then. Oh, like remember, um, remember I told you I watched that one. Uh, I listened to the whole podcast about the twins that took down El Chapo. Mm-hmm. The ones from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then that thing they were talking about how uh, so they so they ended up moving to Mexico and then so once they were in with El Chapo and everything, he literally said that um, if they pull you over, like a cop comes to you or whatever, just say they like they give them codes. So like and remember he said that one of them was like. So it was like you had to say that you work for a certain company. So he gave the example like I think he said that he his was like that he had worked for Coca Cola, but he had to say a certain city and region, and then like some I don't remember if it was like like a random name like person's name, or like numbers too. And then once you say that, they would know like who you are and like who you're with, and then nothing will happen to you. But let them go. That's I I recommend watching that one too because they do talk about a lot of things about how it's crazy over there, cause what was it, um, yeah, cause they were here in Chicago and then, um, it was like I think there was the feds released a warrant or something or there was a warrant for the arrest in like Milwaukee or Wisconsin, and then once that happened they're like fuck it let's go to Mexico and then it's even crazy too because when they first went over there. For like a good minute too, they weren't even with like with El Chapo. They were fucking um, doing their own shit stuff. And then they got 
they got they partnered up with this one dude who knew El Chapo and everything. And then, bro, the only reason why um, they started working for El Chapo was because they kidnapped his brother. Damn. One of the twins got kidnapped. And that's and, how it started. And then that's how it started because turned out the guy they partnered with was the one that was stealing money f- um, from El Chapo, but it was, and he blamed it on the twins. So then, like, that whole situation happened. So then the other twin came to um, talk with El Chapo, clear things up, be able to get his brother back. And then they just formed a partnership right there. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. Because um, El Mayo's son, he's here right now, right? He's in witness protection. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's, like, a while back now? I think it's kind of... Like, like a couple of years? Yeah, before El Chapo got moved over here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's in witness protection. But you think that the CIA is that you think they're working with him with uh most likely because if you think about it, nine eleven when all that shit happened, they found Bill London. Bill, is it, I, I probably said his name wrong. Bill Bill Landon, London. Osama Bill Landon. Yeah, they found him, and he's across the fucking country. They found him. Is the CIA found him? And El Mayo's what down the border, <laughs> and they can't even fucking find his ass. But you know the the. There's rumors about uh, about that shit. They said that um. So p- there's one rumor that said that uh. Es mi tío también, el mayo. Oh, hey. man. But there's the drunk, the, the drunk tíos be like, no, también ese era mi tío el mayo, el chapo. No andaba en la peda con ellos. No mames. But there was rumors saying that el mayo even supposedly, um, I don't know if he completely tried to transform into looking like a woman or he would just wear women's clothes and. Who am I? Yeah, so they wouldn't recognize. It's like yeah. um, so smart. Armado, is it? The guy, the Señor de Lucia. Oh, um, Armado. Yeah, the he how he died again? Oh, cause he was getting um, plastic surgery. Yeah, his surgery, plastic surgery to change uh, his, his face. face, so he wouldn't, so they would be able to recognize who he is. Cause the thing with him too was that um, they like basically they were just releasing a bunch of pictures of him, and that was his downfall. And then also too because. He was getting to a bunch of, but he was just becoming like that's the top, top leader yeah. voice. So when you become the top, you're most wanted. You're the most wanted. So he tried doing that, but supposedly uh, he ended up dying because complications with the surgery. That do you think he actually died? I don't know. I mean, oh, he oh. he wanted surgery to look different and probably run from the fucking. Well, and then the reason that they say too is that they said that he's he was allergic. He's uh, came out allergic to. Um, the, the anesthesia oh. but i'm like bro like of course he, di- he didn't know that shit before yeah i know i mean unless he already had like another surgery thing where he they put that shit on him but still like even like i don't know i feel like they were still able to i don't know i think he's still alive he probably faked his death but anyways let's move to Columbia. The second seg- segment for Kevin. He said Colombia. He said, let's move to Colombia. <laughs> move to Colombia, bro. Las morras allá. Bajallarlo, güey. He's over there in Colombia with his He's girl. with Tupac in Cuba. Lucky. Nah. And Biggie, too. Still alive. Who, Tupac? Nah, he's dead. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> He's dead. Uh, conspiracy theories, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Well... I guess we're going to assume it too. Uh, Luis and I had the consequences and impact about it. Uh, <coughs> so what we're doing about it is the homicide rates. How 
2022, there was like 34,000 homicides, which is the most in any of the years. Homicides. 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 That shit. I would say that shit wrong too. <laughs> I would say homicide too. Homicides. Homicide. No, it's homicide. I'm, I'm too tired. I'm my grandma's ass, so it's okay. But yeah, um, that's been the record of like deaths of the whole year, bro. Like in 2022. How many? 2022. 34,000? 34,000, bro. That's a and, but remember, that was COVID year too. That's a little bit. That was COVID nah, year, but no, that's a hella, that's hella, that's too big. But uh, that was COVID year too, bro, which is crazy. But thirty four thousand of them were homicides. Mm. It was probably because COVID year, bro. Nobody could do nothing, bro. Yeah. Now they were still finding they, a way how to do it. On that no, shit, obviously, bro. but yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, probably they had more time. It's, bro, oh. it's, it's been a war ever since, like the whole thing of who's who wants to be on top. You have the like the Sinaloa, Guerrero, uh, Tamaulipas, all of them. But that's what they said. Once the fe- once the federation broke, and then you have a multiple. That's crazy. That's the thing. That's never gonna work out because everybody's gonna want to be the leader. They, they want to be the best. They knew that shit too. Like, come on, why you? They had to know what's gonna happen. See, I feel like shit. they got into it just because it makes good make it made sense at the time. But I'm pretty sure like all of them had. It's because you gotta be honest, on. bro. You're gonna get greedy, bro. The you reason gotta, probably they greedy. broke it was because of what happened to Kiki. They had to put a blame on somebody. They couldn't blame the CIA for it. True. That's why they they it happened how it happened. Because let's say that they just leave it like that, and they blame the CIA. Like you know, we can't take the blame. Let's blame Felix Gallardo and Rafa Quintero. Mm-hmm. Even though they knew what was gonna happen, they had to do it because it's gonna look bad on the CIA, and it's gonna because Congress didn't accept the funding of the Nicaragua war. They didn't, and but they were. I think the CIA was doing it. Like in closed doors and things like oh, that. Yeah, the the, go, the government didn't know about it. So if they found out, it was gonna go bad on the CIA. So probably that's why they uh, ended up doing that shit. Wait, didn't Felix Gallardo get out of jail? No, it was Rafa Quintero. Oh, but he's back in there now. No, yeah, he's uh, he got out and he then got he got, out got out back, in. back in. But I thought, no, was it? Oh no, what's it called? El Güero Palma's the one that's about to get out. Yeah, you know what's bad uh, too in Mexico? It would suck being a journalist in Mexico. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, no. because yeah, yeah. I mean they say like uh, Mexico has been considered one of the most dangerous countries for journalists. So I mean, and they also say with numerous targeted attacks topic, and bro. killings, journalists who investigate or report on cartel activities face intimidation, violence, and censorship. That's yeah. like that's hard, bro. Like to be a journalist, bro, you have to have balls to do that, bro. Oh, you never know. Okay. If sometimes if you say something too much, bro, you get killed, bro. Yeah, it's just like that we're easy. doing right now. Calmas, <laughs> we're in a podcast. We're in South Bend. No, I mean, other people. Yeah, cutting that shit off. Turn off the podcast, bro. We're not but, doing um, this segment, bro. I mean, you think about it, of course, because even probably the fucking president's corrupt. I mean, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know if that's legit. But you think the one in right now? I mean, look, Trump when he was president. He yeah. wanted to send the army no, he to. Actually, they, he went to Mexico, and, Mexico. and, and he, he was talking to him. He's like, you know, we could send the army and military pues, assistance. Yeah. And, and what that president says, he's like, I don't want to hand handle it with bullets. I want to handle it with fucking hugs. How the fuck are you going to handle that shit with hugs? <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can't, bro. 
I mean, you know that he he probably got money. You know, you know which one was shit. corrupt though? The Peña the Nieto, whack yeah, ass one, fucking Peña Nieto, Peña <laughs> Culo. You're so young though, bro. Like you have to. Like, bro, bro, like you ever watch El Señor de los Cielos? Yeah, like bro, that shit. Like I mean, it was ahead or no? I think it was. I think it might have been actually at the same time or even before he even got into the presidency. Yeah. But it's like the one part of the of the show is that when the when the main narco Aurelio Casillas. He literally puts the president, the guy, into presidency so he could have... He was a bold one, right? Like, with a mustache? Yeah. Yeah. What? The with the mustache, little... Peña Nieto? No, no, no. Peña Nieto was also corrupt. Oh, but it was another no, no. one before. Oh. Because uh, I know oh, the same man. party. Is it called uh, the PRI? The PRI. They've been winning a lot, no? Bro, the last years. The last few years. But, for example... During the trial of El Chapo in 2019 in the United States, there was a witness that testified that the Sinaloa cartel had paid bribes to high-ranking Mexican officials, including $100 million to bribe uh, Peña Nieto. Again, it was a witness that testified, and you know how the U.S. doesn't take the witness things like mm-hmm. kind of seriously until it's like further uh, investigated and things like that. But that's what a witness said in the, in the, in the trial of El Chapo. You seen recently that, uh, what's it called? Oh, I don't know how long ago it was, but it was the Secretary of Defense. He was corrupt. And there's been a bunch of, I think he might have been, I think they were fighting for his arrest or something too. The USA was, and then but Mexico was like, nah, we're going to do it. Yeah. Because that's how, uh, as I mentioned, El Caredon, he he was a, I think, Tijuana police officer, but he said it was just corrupted. Like once you accept money from them, it can't you can't go back anymore. You have to you're in their pockets. Once you're in you, the roster. Yeah, you're in the roster yeah. already. You can't say you can't reject an offer no more. I mean what's it called? Uh, another thing is like how how a lot of the drug the drug uh, cartel like all that shit happened a lot of violence has been happening so mm-hmm. like killings kidnappings everything wars between states which is it's crazy because there's a lot so and you can't really even if you're just a nice citizen just walking down the street bro you still feel you you have the feel fear of just Something could happen to you at any minute. When you go there, you have that fear? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? Like, yeah, you just feel like, especially because, like, you're from here, bro. You never know, like, if people, like, tell other people, they're like, oh, like, hey, like, look out for him. He's from over here. And then you never know what, they, what they're doing, bro. Because like, uh, they live their own lives, too. Because I know the difference between the cartel right now and the cartel when, when Felix Gallardo was running things is that. Uh, Ernesto Fonseca, Fonseca was uh, who was uh, the partner. He he didn't allow them to kill without permission, in like or innocence as well. And they had rules too. And they had rules and everything. But it was now, like no woman or children. But I feel like now it's more. Now kids. it's just just puro little kids just massacring. Free for, well, I mean now they have little they kids have as over, as yeah. assassins, mm-hmm. as sicarios. Sicarios, hey. Oh, uh, what's it called? Like the most recent one I saw was that they got this little kid who was like. Uh, like 10 years old and then he he did kill like i think they said that he killed like 17 people 
by like the age of like 14 or some shit like that that's i was crazy. like damn and then the the reason a lot of people like in Mayo is because he's like the old school type like from the wall out of how oh yeah he's still being like you gotta remember that like back then was more of getting drugs like no no killing nothing of that it was just uh, about getting money yeah just getting money and then right now what they're saying a lot is like they want power Everything. I mean, they probably already have power with the, the, got yeah, the government in their in their pockets already. Yeah, but they want more power. They want all like everything, like all Mexico. Nah, especially right now because of how many cartels there are, bro. Fuck. Yeah. This shit, this one. The Sinaloa is the biggest one, and then the second one is um. Well, the last. It's like a former police organization. No, it's like a bunch of veteran. Uh, military people they formed it but I forgot the name what is isn't it like fuck uh, yeah I know what you're talking about but yeah it's that one and then like the third one is like uh, the generation oh yes I, that's what I think I was gonna say yeah but that's the one that's like well cause he used to work for or he used to be in the Sinaloa one but then he made he El Mencho and then but he just uh, I guess he just separated and made his own shit and yeah. then now they're the they're rising to become one of the big they rose like in what in about a year or two they rose to be one of the biggest ones already challenging the Sinaloa for that for being a top dog do you guys remember when uh what was that guy's name el pirata juliacan bro oh yeah. the guy that was getting drunk like, he, he called out el men or he said and he got killed like in two weeks bro yeah because bro because uh what's it called because um I think they said that I was like, wasn't he one of the? Well, sorry, wasn't he one of the most famous, most like YouTubers at that time? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. viral. But it was like, um, I don't know if the. Well, I mean, we never know, but yeah, I don't know if he even like gave a fuck, or well, I mean, he probably did give a fuck, but I don't know if he like set out a, a specific order. But they said that that uh, what's it called. That like, um, well, he had people there around there and shit, and then they so and like, or there was guys. That were on, that were in his cartel that just uh, showed up there and they saw him. They saw the pirata and then they're like, "Fuck it!" From the shit he was talking about, mm-hmm. killed like him right there. Yeah. yeah, and then, but yeah, because um, Peña Nieto. I mean, the way he was also another war f- uh, evidence of corruption was the house that they had. Right, um, there was like I think a house of he were I think probably gifted him or something. The cartel gave it to him. Cause I know when I was a kid, it was all over fucking Despierta America and cool. Primer Impacto. Uh, the house, it was like a house that um, Peña Nieto had and his wife, because his wife was, what, an actress, no? A former actress? Probably, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. But yeah, it's a, just a bunch of corruption down there, things like that. And for example, it's also disappearances. Um, there's a report by the Mexican government that reported it in uh, August 2021 that there was over... 84,000 missing persons since 2006 and it was really just related to the cartel violence and things like that that's crazy bro remember the what's it called the one school bus one and there was a bus oh, yeah, full of like students college right From yeah college or high school whatever it was it was in like the 90 90 or some shit no or how many was 2019 2019 2018 it was recent oh it was yeah. recent one yeah. it was a recent one it was them um, kids from san luis i think 
they were going back to college or somewhere on the school because it was like a it was a bus full of college students college students and then i think like someone pulled them over you know how it is in mexico it you was get, like 17 bro, in students, mexico you bro. get pulled over by someone and you don't even know if it's a cop bro like because they be like dressing up in military stuff bro when like, you ever whenever you have to pass out at them bro that shit always be yes bro they're right there just sitting there just waiting yeah. for someone and then you have the dudes on the back holding the fucking yeah what is that shit called a machine gun or whatever. Oh, yeah, no, where they're in the back. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's crazy, one that's bro. Mounted on there, bro. Oh, another know. fun fact oh, well, that I found out the other day. I was watching this podcast, right? Uh, they said there's only one gun store in Mexico where you could legally buy guns, bro. Like, and that's crazy. So that makes you think about it, right? It's like U.S. kind of fuels this stuff over there. Either way, it's because like people that buy guns, about it, over cross there, guns there's over only there, one legal one. And they just bring, yeah. And here. There's like yeah. one like bro. There's like a store at the. You could go to the corner, bro, and buy a gun, bro. That's how e- easy it bunch, is. All you guys do is be twenty one, eighteen. But the car tip out doesn't mean they get the guns from fucking here. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. U.S. kind of fuels it, but uh, I mean it's not the U.S. It's like people from here, like people. Yeah, that who because traffic it over there? They yeah. said that the cart that the cartel has a. Uh, but it just makes it way easier. Better and more advanced uh, technology and and uh. And arms and uh, and the and guns in the military than the actual military of Mexico. I'm just like, well, how the fuck are they ever gonna like be able to win if the cartel has better shit than they do? True. Yeah, I feel like. And then now they have like the what's it called? What do they call those? The when they turn the the trucks into tanks. Oh, bro! <laughs> I forget what they called. I forgot what they called. They had a specific name. Bro, but that's crazy, bro. Just think about that. Because they like, just have, they yeah, just put a like, bunch of like fucking crazy. steel it's cause they put the stuff truck. Over, yeah, they put stuff on the top too, like and machine then, guns on the top, bro. So it could be like bulletproof. Mm-hmm. And then there's only like, well, there's like a little, you know, to see, pues, yeah, whatever like, driving. Yeah, where you're going. And the other only holes in it are like, so you could be able to shoot out from it. Yeah. Yeah, they have the armored trucks and everything. Everything's yeah. armored over mm-hmm. there. But, and then... It's crazy, bro. I'm just, but like that, I don't know. And that makes you think: is like, what if the U.S. like did it get permission to send their military over there? Like, would it actually make a difference? I don't. I, I mean, so. I don't know. You don't think Honestly, so? Right now, it would have been a war. If anything, I think it would just make it worse. Make it worse, exactly. It like, I think it would just right be right like now, way bro. worse, bro. Like everything yeah. would just be. Gone. And that's the, that's the thing that Mexico doesn't want to allow that because of the pride. Because yeah. it just sends it just sends a message that like that's the own the own country and its government can do nothing about what's going on in it. So they need help from another one. Say they already took California and Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and Arizona. And Arizona. Arizona's like the main point like the Arizona what's it called? The main point of Mexico it's the right destination there. and yeah. then that's where they all separate. Mm-hmm. So what was the third segment? What was your segment? Because oh, um, the other the other dumbass didn't show up. Yeah, the third one was uh, factors fueling the drug war. So you have the economic factors. So clearly, as you could see, or you might have heard, like the drug lords, the key pins are rich as fuck. Like remember when Pablo Escobar said that he would pay the, what is it, the USA's, uh, what is it, deficit? Or, or the USA's debt, the country's debt off. And that's just like what he said that yeah, and the crazy thing is that he could uh, he could have actually paid it. He tried to run for president. That's probably what fucked him up too. Right? Oh, he was trying to become too political with it. <laughs> but he wanted to be the yeah he wanted to become the president of Colombia, 
And then that's what brought him more attention. Because he owned the soccer, soccer team too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then he killed some players too? Uh, he killed, uh, well, I don't know if he killed them, but the Colombian player that used to play for, his, his name was Escobar too, Alfredo. Or oh, because like he that. did ask. Like, uh, he cost no, them at, like the he, game he or something. He scored an own goal in the World Cup. Yeah. And that, that's what got them out the World Cup. So, like, when he got back to his country, bro, it's a whole story on Netflix. I don't, even think it was, um, I don't even think it was Pablo Escobar. It was just some people from there, bro. Yeah. Like, Colombia is crazy, bro. Like, they probably he, just see oh, yeah, that. There, there is a whole show about it. On, yeah, it's a, it's is it a Netflix. show or a movie? Yeah, it's a movie, I think. I think it's a movie. Whatever. It's, it's like something called, like, it's just about soccer. Soccer. And the that's all they do. It's about soccer. And then, like, they show how, like, Pablo Escobar used to take people to, like, uh, like the players. He used to take them to play against the prisoners. He used to be like, hey, you guys are going to have to come today at this time. Didn't Maradona, Maradona go? Maradona went to uh, the to the, prison. the prison that he had? Yeah. Because that's where Pablo Escobar supposedly used to be locked up. <laughs> well, I mean, he was. Bro, he was living his best life. He was living his best he life was, in prison. Bro. Until he f- something happened, right? He, he escaped. Killed, he killed. No, but the reason he escaped was because he killed the officer or something? Yeah, uh, he killed hella officers. It was like a war that went on in prison. In the prison. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I got it from Narcos. Yeah, from narco- well, I, don't, I don't know if that's yeah, true. I don't know if that's true, but... Good. Narcos. That's what I got it from. Narcos, literally. But, anyways, um, yeah, the drug trade is... Well, well I mean, I'm not saying get into it, but it's hella profitable. The drug do trade it. generates enormous profits yeah, no, for criminal do organizations. Yeah, don't, 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 do don't get into this, kids. People, man, well, don't, don't get into this. Get into so it. illicit drug sales, particularly in the United States, has created a lucrative market worth billions of dollars. The profits provide the resources needed for cartel- for cartels to sustain operations, um, expand their influence and power, and uh, engage in the violent activities that they um, do. And then according to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, the household value of drug trafficking in Mexico is estimated to range from 13.6 billion to 49.4 billion annually. Did uh um, that's an estimate too. That's an estimate. Yeah. But the, the before cuz the Colombians weren't the Colombians the one that put uh the cartels and shit here um, in Mexico to cocaine and shit. Yeah. They, yeah what do you mean they put that they, inter- they introduced the the Mexican cartels to Kano the Colombians yeah. uh they did I don't know I don't remember I no think idea. So. I don't know I don't know I didn't really get in too much of that because uh on the narcos it, it was it's about to rain on the narco show it was that uh oh yeah cuz before cocaine was uh, marijuana, marijuana. yeah weed for my English viewers, weed. But um what's it called? And then uh they went into cocaine because uh it was more profitable. The margins were bigger. And that's why they went into that and then I mean the hotspot for cocaine is Colombia. But like in the show too, remember it said that co- the uh, cocaine didn't even come from Colombia, it didn't originate in Colombia. Isn't it Peru no? It was either Peru or Paraguay. Because that's where um, the CIA got it from. Mm, it might have been I remember it was one of the ones with the P so it's either Peru or Paraguay yeah. cause there's like a whole scene about it in Narcos too Paraguay. yeah it was like um, the, it's the one that introduced the Colombians oh yeah cause Pablo Escobar um, uh, what's it called so he started off uh, like he was doing like uh, illegal like logistics so illegal shipping and everything of everything but um 
But then um, I guess whoever had the whoever brought it to Colombia found out about Pablo Escobar, like how he could move shit, like on like uh, secretly in todo illegally. So then he he brought him this idea, and then the profit was. He saw how much money he could make, so he mm-hmm. went into it. But uh, continue on with uh, the factors. Um, there's also economic opportunities. So uh, in Mexico, Mexico is a poor country. Uh, the lifestyle, well, I mean, um, it's uh, the people living there aren't. Uh, the do you think Mexico is a? No, it's not, Mexico is not a third world country, is it? Is it? Right. I think Mexico is probably gonna be one of the richest countries soon, bro. Cause they 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 have. Oh, they had that link. Yeah, uh, the link with uh, lithium yeah, deposit bro, that they found. Yeah. Crazy, bro. Oh, that's what they're fighting with the U.S. That's why they're pres- That's why they want to keep that president, just because of all the money that's going. I mean, he's he's, the he's dollar, leaving. The now? dollar is worth so Who? much now. That president. It's okay. his last year. Or last, whatever, because Dude, he said he way. said no. He said no to letting them to letting them get it. Right now I got like 244, so I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it was like 20 like last year. No, but the yeah, it went down. The dollar went down. Yeah, I didn't know that. The dollar currency went down. No, but their inflation is probably crazy, no? Yeah, yeah everything went up over there too. Their inflation crazy. is crazy. Because mm-hmm. um, I know people were 12. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 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 Hasbula. 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 We should get Hasbulla in this week. Should we get Hasbulla on the podcast? Yeah. One? We need a Let, translator. Us Let us know in the comments. Go go translate. Go come on the hill now. One TikTok. <laughs> get away. Get away. Go, go, come say away. Yeah. Say away. No, come away. Like when your friend's about to leave and he's like, "Come away. away. What were you gonna say though? Because I mean, we were talking about how poor it is. I mean, over there, um, yeah. people be working what twelve hours a day and they make pe- like and pesos a day. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. I mean, that's Nothing. why people. Do like children are doing like that shit? Literally like yeah. fifty bucks for a day here, bro. Not even twenty bucks. Twenty five bucks a day here. Around that's crazy, there. right? Uh, that's crazy, bro. A hundred pesos a day is nothing. And that's why it motivates the people over there to join no. all that you shit. You gotta buy groceries. You gotta pay for your house. You gotta pay for all this. So especially like in the poor parts, and then the, like it makes sense too. Like in Sinaloa and stuff, you it's like. Well, I mean, I feel like. uh it's not like more of an industrial part. It's more like a you know, ranchero part, I guess. Like it's I would say, but um, in those regions affected by poverty, lack of employment opportunities, and limited access to education, um, the drug ch- the being involved in the drug trade can appear can appear attractive. And like how we said, that's why now like the younger generations be thinking that like yeah, they it's worth quick, doing that's the only quick money. Yeah. Bro. But, um, yeah, the drug industry can offer financial incentives and employment in areas where legitimate job prospects are scarce. And then for individuals facing economic hardships participating in the drug trade, it might seem like a viable option uh, to get to secure income and improve their living conditions. And this stat um, says that as of 2020, approximately 41.9% of Mexicans were living in poverty and in- income in- inequality. Remains a persistent challenge. Because then you have the country, bro. Don't yeah. some of the people have to buy, pay some of the cartels for, like, protection yeah, like, and all that I shit? Mean, yeah. yeah, when I went to Mexico, like, my uncle has a store, and, like, the people would just pull up and be like, hey, you have, you owe us this much. That's, that's yeah, crazy. It's like a tax. It's like a tax. It's just that easy. 
It's like dude, you pay you me. Try, or you you, you try to stay low key, like you just try to stay hidden though. Yeah, there. but like you just try to get like, cool with them. Uh, what's it called? Like when the Nueva Generacion was created and they ended up uh, going to Jalisco, everybody there was fucked because they were just trying to take over the the whole state. So they, bro, they would just pull up into your city and. Um, I know one. Th- I heard one thing that they were um, going by, everyone, like house by house, uh, checking to see if the people who lived there had guns or not. Because I mean, you want if the people want to retaliate against you, what better way than just take away take their guns? That's yeah. why we have the Second Amendment here. Mm-hmm. But um, continuing the market demand and consumer spending, um, and low key, the, I always hear this too. I want to start it off with that, um, and this is what the narcos. Um, What's it called? I've always heard that the narcos always say that uh, that without um, the USA, they w- there would be no uh, war on drugs. Yeah. Because bro, like they literally say that, like literally, bro, like that's why they bring guns here. Bro. Yeah. How does Mexico get any guns? As a person, bro, in Mexico, there's only one gun. Store. No, and then there's like also too is like what people weren't doing, were doing drugs, then we were we wouldn't be making money. Literally. So they they say that it's not their fault that people want. Wow. <laughs> yeah, one joke, yeah. But um True. yeah, the the demand for legal drug uh and the like we said particularly in the United States is what fuels the drug war and then the high demand creates a market that cartels exploit which leads to intensified and high amounts of drug production, trafficking and violence. And as long as there is substantial consumer demand for drugs, these criminal organizations will continue to operate and fight for the control of the market. And as we've already said, the United States is the world's largest market for illegal drugs and its demand significantly influences drug trade. And according to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, an estimated 43.5 million Americans aged 12 or older used illicit drugs in, 2000, in 2019. Which represented approximately 16.7% of the population in the age group. And then, um, to this day, cocaine and heroin continue to be in the man, which contributes to the drug trade. And then the United States remains one of the largest consumers of these drugs. And according to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, an estimated 2.1 million Americans aged 12 or older were current cocaine users. And approximately approximately 0.5 million were current heroin <laughs> users in 2019. And then uh, drug addiction imposes significant economic costs on societies. In the United States, the economic burden of drug abuse was estimated to be over $740 billion in 2020. And going back to that, the drug addiction um, rem- uh, like imposes uh, economic costs on the societies. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to Snowfall. There's uh, one part, too, because in L.A., um, oh, yeah, because the USA hosted the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So they had this whole thing where they uh, they moved, like, all the homeless people out of there. <laughs> so, it, so like, it could look nice yeah, for when the so Olympics like, come. No, it wouldn't look shitty. But there was, like, things, too, where, like, um, what is it? That some of the homeless people, like, they weren't, like, some of them disappeared. Not even just being relo- relocated, but... That there would be a certain amount that um, that nobody just ever saw or heard from them again. That's crazy. And there's another theory right there. It's crazy how I mean the addiction is high as fuck too. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's gotten worse with what they're adding to the cocaine and shit. They're adding fucking what fentanyl. Oh yeah, that's and the that shit's what's killing fucking 
people now because they're mixing it with that shit. Even with pills, I think. Yeah, because fentanyl is like what? It's like a more dangerous version of cocaine. Yeah, just a little amount. I think I think yeah, that's. Yeah, like I don't know. Whenever they talk about it, they're like, uh, "That fentanyl is just gonna kill you." So I was like, "Why the fuck would people want that?" But I think I heard that the idea with mixing it with fentanyl. I think they got it from from China. Oh yeah, well it was like um. Is it heroin? That came from that like Cold crystal no crystal I don't remember. But it was pills and shit that were the same that were like being I know, sold to I I think the but like from the Asia region, I think that's where heroin came from too. Um, we got it, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's crazy how all of that is happening over there. And the what's it called? The impact and the significance it has on not only on like uh the USA, Mexico, but the whole world because I mean you there's Europe, um Asia, uh, well I mean I never heard anything about Africa, but I mean there's probably in there in Africa yeah, too. Yeah, more shit with it too. But um yeah, it's all uh, the whole world and I mean you I mean everybody's affected by it. I mean you won't have like a direct contact to it, but still you probably hear it like one like during the news or something like that so it's always present and yeah but como dijeron los narcos no había gente haciéndolo pues right wouldn't be happening there's a demand and they just taking fucking opportunity como dicen it was like the what's it called the cartel of cali they called themselves a gentleman of cali and they said they were just businessmen oh yeah right. and, oh, then, yeah. and that's why and um but I mean, you if you look at it from a different perspective, yeah. But the it's a it's the dark campaigns, business. Yeah, it's, it's dark, a dark business, business, but it's still business. So, you think if they legalized the drugs and shit here, it would be different. It would been harder because that's why they stopped selling marijuana because it's legalized and shit now. Uh, you think if they legalized drugs, it would be different. It will, it will like affect the I feel like certain drugs wouldn't that help like I mean cause there's cause I mean, no like, way why to would you legalize there's no way to solve the enough. problem anymore oh, yeah, no. that's what I'm saying cause you know how the US is it's not you trying to say like um, the only reason why it's like that bad is because it's uh, it's like a black market type it's like of shit. illegal yeah so like people are gonna wanna do cause it cause there's no price price market range oh yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying yeah, yeah. And that's why there was all that war and shit. I mean, how are you going to solve it? The government's corrupt. The fucking CIA is involved. Yeah. I, I don't know. But anyways, again, we're going to wrap this up and um, do your own research. I don't know how legit, how accurate, how accurate we were. Again, we're, we're grudos as fuck right now. Yeah. So like, we like don't know. Disclaimer. We're a bunch of alcoholics. We don't know how serious. fucking accurate we were. So just do your own research and... And have a good fucking Sunday. It was a little good history class. It's a little history class. Bro, low key, when he first started, I, was, I felt like I was in class. I was like, bro, I was like, damn. It was our book report right there. It was our first time doing this shit. We'll probably. God. I had to make sure you guys would say my shit right. Cause you don't bro, know. he was going crazy too. I, I felt like I was in a history class. <laughs> <laughs> I was Hopefully, y'all feel like that too. God, dude. Okay. This was a little history class today. 
Like, oh. this information is crazy, so. Como que huele a peda, ya. Yeah. ¿Apesta, dijiste? Tengo sed, tengo sed. Apesta. No, mames. Pero, ahora pues, ahí vamos a seguir. A lo vemos. Uh, Where's our camera, uh, Thank you all for everything. Catch Making y'all. videos and everything. We gotta go do shit. So, uh, this was another episode of the Club Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for post notifications. And... We'll see y'all next week. Next week. Ciao, ciao.